Welcome to the Addiction Solution Podcast. I'm Michelle Dunbar. Mark and I will be talking today about, well, I want to talk about the holidays. It's This is the week before Thanksgiving, or actually this is the week of Thanksgiving. And, um, and when you're in recovery, especially in the 12-step groups, um, they make it sound like the holidays are awful and it's something to be dreaded. And, uh, and you know, that's unnecessary. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. We wrote the Freedom Model for Addictions, Escape the Treatment and Recovery Trap, and the Freedom Model for the Family to help people learn how they can overcome addiction and move on with their lives. We offer an incredible opportunity to work with us directly in private one-on-one classes. You can learn more about all of our products at thefreedommodel.org. Okay, Mark. Are the, are the holidays tough for you because, you know, because you were once a drunk? <laughs> you know, I, even even back when I was in the early AA days, I thought it was uh, kind of silly, right? But that sounds dismissive because um, I guess I was so young that the holidays, I was more on the receiving end of the holidays. Right, right? it wasn't I, as I stressful. Wasn't, right, I wasn't orchestrating parties and dealing with family. I just... And my family was so disconnected at that point, we hardly even talked to each other. So I don't, I don't think that I, I really struggled that much. Um, but it was certainly a topic, a very hot topic that repeated itself for a month and a half. Yeah, you know? it was like six weeks of talking about how awful the holidays are. Yeah, and how, and how difficult it would be to get through them. And I thought, even then, I thought, God, that's freaking sad, you know? Yeah. Um, that. I, I always loved Christmas. Thanksgiving wasn't that big a deal in my family. Um, I mean, it, it, we celebrated it, certainly, but it wasn't that big a deal. Uh, but here's, here's the problem that the recovery community has with this, and that is there's a belief that stress causes addiction. And that's right. really what's rooted in this, this constant um, you know, AA meeting theme that you better have alcathons and... Yeah, you know, all these twenty-four hour support networks, and everybody's in total crisis mode, and and it's uh, it's completely unnecessary. Look at if you have a family where the stress is so bad at holidays that you want to drink your brains out, yeah. of, then then maybe you should just not go to your family <laughs> right. at that point. You right. Know I mean? <laughs> um, you know. Life is filled with enough stress that I don't think you have to add to it. You know, there's enough tragedy and enough misery to go around just in general. So I, I think that the, the solution of dealing with this awful family situation and then having to go to endless meetings to deal with that, I, I think the root of the problem is, you know, if you hate dealing with your family. Well, the, the truth of the matter is if you don't like the holidays, if you don't want to celebrate it, then don't. Yeah. I mean, it's nobody is forcing you to do it. Um, the holidays were pretty stressful for me just because um, there was a lot of, you know, I have a father that, you know, dumps a tremendous amount of guilt on me and, um, you know, and we all had to get along all the time. And the truth of the matter is I don't get along with my siblings all that well. And um, and I, we can be cordial to each other during holidays, but you know what? We don't typically spend them together anymore um, because we're older and it's like we each have our own families and you can literally 
make your holidays whatever you want them to be. You don't you don't have to be obligated um, to spend it with people that make you feel like shit. Yeah. You know, and um, and yes, maybe that would create more problems initially, but eventually those resolve themselves when you just get on with your life and you learn to be happier. Now, your Mark is right. The thing about it is, is a lot of people will will get to the family's house and start drinking, and because I'm going to deal with my family by drinking, and then what happens invariably? is you get drinking does it really work to alleviate your stress or do you spill your drink and get in a fight with your sister and start calling everybody fucking assholes i mean that that rings kind of true to my past holidays i don't know so so substances you know if you really look at them they don't really help you to get through those kind of stressful situations well, that's yeah, and that's the root of the root of the issue with this whole thing is, is that belief that belief that that alcohol or drugs uh, relieve the stress and uh, are a social lubricant. Now, here here's the deal, um, and we go over this in literally every podcast, but but drugs don't pharmacologically solve things, solve problems. They don't they don't have a mind of their own. And I can't say that enough because it's such a hard point for people to it understand. Is. Now, here's why it's so hard. The, pharmacologically, the uh, alcohol and drugs do something. They actually do things. So a lot of times what happens is when we're talking about this, people will say, well, you're saying drugs do nothing. You're saying alcohol does nothing. I never said that. No, nope, never. Uh, never. Um, and it's nowhere in our book. That's right. And we talk about that, that pharmacologically they cause a, a tickling of the body that slows down or speeds up processing speed, neural functioning, that sort of thing. But it's a physical phenomenon, right? So um, our mind is not our body. And so what happens is, but the, the mind and the body work together. So here's how this works. We interpret situations around us with our head, our mind. And we interpret this physical sensation in our body in a certain way. So if you get drunk and you believe it's going to relieve stress, then that's your belief system and you will color that experience of drinking with stress relief. That's how you will that's mi- right. you will mindfully see or perceive that issue to be a, a relief of stress scenario. Um, so you're creating that stress relief. The drug isn't doing it for you. That's... That's the nuance that people need to understand if they want to get over this this problem. So when you walk into a Christmas situation or, or Thanksgiving and you're going to see siblings you haven't seen in a while and you maybe you have a reputation of being the drunk and screwing things up or you're the black sheep or whatever it might be that's that's hounding you mentally, um, then the answer is, is are you going to get drunk and think that booze is somehow going to solve that issue? Right. I mean, literally. Make you think differently about your family? Yeah. Is it going to take the stress? Is it, meaning alcohol or drugs, going to magically go into your mind and go into the file cabinet that are your memories and your thoughts and and selectively make you blind to the stress Mm -hmm. that exists? I don't think so. I don't think it can do that. Now, here's what's interesting. While you're focusing on this physical sensation, it's enough of a distraction for some of you to act as if it is doing it for you. Right. When you're the one who's allowing yourself, you're choosing to be distracted by the tickle of the body. 
I want to just break this right down. So you're allowing yourself, you're cognitively thinking, I'm going to allow the sensation of a buzz distract me from the scenario of my family. Now, maybe you don't consciously deeply think about this. Maybe you just go in and say, I'm going to get fucked up and forget about everybody. <laughs> right. Um, so uh, that's that's plausible. And, and if you go in thinking that way, maybe that will work for a little while. But then... Then your sister, or your brother, or your mother says something really stupid and rude. Because <laughs> right. that happens. Because that happens. <laughs> and unfortunately, because alcohol and drugs do not pharmacologically block you from your own mind, your mind will break right through. You will be totally aware of the rude shit that they just said, <laughs> and it's going to turn into a nightmare. So, um, and not only that, now you're at a disadvantage because your neural functioning has been slowed. Or if you're on cocaine... It's going to be sped up and you're going to be hyper and you're going to be fighting like a banshee. <laughs> none of which, none of which is going to solve the fundamental problem of a relationship issue you have with siblings or your parents or friends. So um, don't fall into the trap that uh, the holidays, first of all, have to be bad. Right. If they suck for you with the people that are in your life, don't be with those people. Yeah. You know, find somebody find new else. people. Yes, find. You know, um, that's uh, it, it's I I've had to Thanksgiving's my holiday, and we we have everybody to our house now, and that we've been doing that about twenty five years, and um, and so I used to stress myself out. You know, I'd have to I, for whatever reason, if my mother in law is coming over, I have to have the house perfectly clean, even though I know how she lives. <laughs> She's the last one that should be judging, um, but I but I always would put that pressure on myself, and um, but I did that all without I wasn't drinking. I didn't drink forever, and even to this day, I you know I'm not a morning mimosa kind of gal. So, um, so I actually had to I, I had to realize that a lot of the stress that you feel is habitual, just like other things. It really is, you know. And 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 I was somebody that even at forty years old. If I was in a certain situation with my siblings or my parents, all of a sudden I'd be reacting like I was still 10 years old. And that's a, you know, as much as that's habitual, it's still a choice. And so over the last about 10 years, I've had to figure out how to react as an adult would react and not, you know, and, and just become very self-aware um, that I'm creating stress that doesn't have to be there. Um, and, and so obviously that's a little bit of a different topic, but it's still, um, you know, you can, you can basically you have infinite possibilities for how you can spend your holidays. You're not stuck yeah. doing the same thing every year. And the other thing is too, you're not. And the other thing is you can, here's a, a little tip. I, um. I was a needy kid. I was the last of 12 kids that were, and so I was really neglected and basically forgotten about. I always felt very insignificant and small. And so I acted out and would get, I became the black sheep because I acted out and, you know, I got the attention the way I wanted to get it as best I knew how. It was unproductive and got a lot of negative attention and it was, and it caused me to have a reputation. And then I straightened my act out and then people behaved as if I was this pain in the ass kid. Mm-hmm. And that was well into my 30s. Oh, yeah. So this is what I decided to do. I decided that the only thing that I could control in family situations was me. Yep. And so I decided I was just going to shut up. 
I wasn't going to try and get attention. I found myself always acting in the same way. What Michelle just described, it's so strange how you how you revert back to a youthful state of mind. Um, and I just said, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna allow my insecurities to drive the narrative of me right now. And so I just shut my mouth and only entertained conversations as they came to me and it was a lot more comfortable. Um, and then I learned how to basically rebuild the relationships in those situations, right? you know, and not have that reputation. And eventually it faded away, this idea that it's Marky being silly, you know, <laughs> um, which I couldn't stand. But, uh, but it was, yeah, so, so there's a bunch of solutions, but um, I remember years ago, I was talking with Jer when I was probably 20, and I said I had to go out and get all the, the, these formal clothes to go to my parents for um, Christmas. And, and he looked at me, he goes, you have to get dressed up for your family? And I was like, well, yeah, kind of. I don't have anything. And he's like, no, you don't. No. <laughs> Just go in jeans and a t-shirt. I don't, I don't think they really give a shit. I said, well, no, my stepmother does care. And, and he goes, no, you're not going to do that. For God's sakes, just go. You're an adult. You can dress however the hell you want to dress. Right. And, I, and I, thought, <laughs> I thought, holy shit, he's right. What the hell am I doing? You know. And then there was a whole bunch of other things that he, he was like, that's just fucking ridiculous, Mark. That's just ridiculous. You don't have to do any of these things. And it was so amazing that I was like, you know what? I can just enjoy myself and yeah. I don't have to give a shit about any of this anymore. I can just I can just be me. But I'm going to be me quiet. Yes. You don't gonna, have to be loud about it. I don't and I didn't have to place myself in front of the bus and and yeah. fall into the old uh, you know neurotic traps that that me and my siblings would play to. So it was I don't know. For what it's worth, I hope some of you out there can identify with some of this because um, god the the and and honestly, now the 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 holidays are wonderful. Yeah, mine are too. Yeah, they're 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 easy. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of work involved, you know, getting yeah. the house ready and the food ready and all that. But work is work, you know. When everybody gets together, we're pretty nice to each other, and it's it's pretty cool, you know, because I think everybody maybe grew up a little bit. There's always some tension. There's always some stupid shit that's said. Always, know? always, and but, you just kind of got to get a thick skin with all that. I mean, there's. There's certain expectations. I I won't see my siblings at, um, I mean, I'll, and I, it looks like I'm not going to see my mother this year either um, because of a COVID, but, um, but I probably won't see them until my son's wedding in May. Um, so we'll have to see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, the holidays are pretty nice now. I really look forward to Thanksgiving. It does not stress me out anymore. We've done it long enough. We're really good at it. Um, and and I don't have to react anymore. It took me almost 50 years to figure that out. Yeah. That, you know, that my dad can say something and he, you know, he sometimes will say things that I'm just like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Um, and uh, and I just am like, oh, it doesn't have to affect me. Not at all. Yeah. You know, and it is a freeing way to live. So I have to ask you a question, though. Um, so when you went there in jeans and a t-shirt, did you get in trouble? Uh, no. no. <laughs> I don't think anybody cared at all. Right I don't even think they noticed. So, <laughs> no, it was, it was all in my head, and it was all uh, ridiculous. But, but I'll tell you, 
there are a lot of people out there who really struggle at this time. I know, of year. I know. Um, and and they feel that loneliness will make them drink, that stress will make them drink, that a bad family situation will make them drink. And I think the point we want to get to, at least with this podcast, is that um, nothing makes you drink. No. There's no outside force or circumstance that's going to force you. Now, you, people kind of roll their eyes when I say that, and they're like, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm choosing it, I'm choosing it. Well, that's not a small point. You are no, choosing it. Then the not. question is, why the hell are you choosing it? What Do you really think Is that, it helping? Yeah. Is it? Does actually? it make you feel less lonely when you feel lonely? Hell no. Right. I mean, it's... And, and the thing that people have to understand, too, is... And I know, and I want people to take this wrong, but being lonely is a choice. Yeah. And, um, and you know, I've had periods of my life where I felt very much alone and I felt stuck there. And even, even like, I'm somebody that can feel alone in a crowd sometimes. So, um, and, and what I realize is there are enough people that know me that I don't ever have to feel lonely ever if I I mean I there are, I can talk to people but even if you're somebody that is kind of a loner and you're feeling isolated go out go out into a restaurant go out to a library go out just go somewhere where there are people and meet people and meet somebody um, which is not easy to do I'm not saying it's easy I'm saying loneliness is a choice yeah yeah there's there's uh it is a choice and it's it's a hard thing, but find some... I, I, I tell people all the time, if you want to meet somebody really fast, you go to a bookstore, you find the section of topics that you, you like. That you like, yes. And then you wait until somebody else shows up and you say, what book do you recommend? And it's not awkward. And then you get into a casual conversation about this topic and then you just made a friend. Yeah. And that is... I have done that many times and the topics I like are hunting and the stuff and I've met amazing people that way yeah um, hiking you know whatever boxing you know boxing enthusiasts sports enthusiasts that sort of thing so find something that you like go to a Barnes and Nobles hang out there for two hours and I guarantee you if you're willing to get out of your comfort zone you'll make a friend yeah and uh, and and th- that your day will be a brighter day because of it you know um, but it's it's easier to meet people now than it's ever been. I mean, you can literally start talking to a stranger online. Yeah. Not that I'm recommending that, but but I've met like I've met people. I have friends now that that from high school that were not my friends in high school that I've never that I had never spoken to that I now go on vacation with because of the internet. Yeah, that's that's true. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a good point because you injected yourself into that situation. They injected themselves into your situation. Yeah. And you got a group of women, and and that that's a cool trip that you take. It is, it is. We go every single year, and every year there's a few more people. Um, last year there was a few people that didn't come, or this past October because of COVID situation and stuff. But we had we met new people, and and that is not easy for me. I'm believe it or not, people like listen to me. They think I'm totally outgoing. Mark knows I'm not. I I'll talk to people I know, but if I'm in a situation with a bunch of people I don't know. Um, I'm usually really quiet, uh, so it, it's it's something that I have to go out of my comfort zone to do. And the first time I did it, 
it was life changing for me because I'd never done anything like that before. Yeah. And the other thing is too, is this idea of alcohol being the social lubricant that you need alcohol to do any of the things that we're talking about, especially during the holidays. And that's absolutely not the case. You don't need alcohol. No. Um, and can it be a social lubricant? It's a tool like anything else. If, if you want it to be, it will be. If, because alcohol is just a reflection of your mind. The buzz, whatever you want to experience with this physical tickling of yeah. the body, um, whatever you want to experience is up to you. And if you want to go on a binge and hide away and have stress relief in a hotel somewhere for four by days, yourself, by right. yourself drunk out of your mind... Um, but then secretly feeling sorry for yourself because you're alone in <laughs> yeah. a hotel room drinking. <laughs> yeah. Then, then that's the experience you're going to have, you know. Um, it all comes down to what you, you want and, and to become aware of that. Yeah. And, uh, and I just made a choice that I was going to live a different life. I was not going to live my life by the ethos of my youth. I had to let go of my youth and just say I'm a different person now. Yeah. And I have different goals and different desires. And, and I want my holidays to be calm. And, uh, and, it, and they are. They're, they're calm and they're wonderful. And I, I'm a giving person, so it's fun. Yeah, yeah, it is fun. And there can be, I mean, the, I, I'm a person now, well, first of all, I used to think I needed alcohol to talk to people. And so for a good five solid years, I would be super drunk when I'd be meeting people. And a lot of times I wouldn't remember the people when I met them because I'd be in a brownout or whatever. Um, and I definitely don't need that now. As uncomfortable as I am, um, I do it. I just talk to people. And I mean, it's partly my job. So so it makes it a lot easier because I do it all the time. Um, but the shit can be hitting the fan at the holidays. There can be crazy things going on around me. And I... I'm somebody now that I'm like the ostrich. I can kind of stick my head in the sand and walk around and act like I don't. I'm not. I don't know what the hell's going. On. <laughs> I, I've gotten really, really good at that actually. Until it like reaches my level, and then I might have to lose my shit for a minute, and then everybody calms down because they're like, "Ooh," because I never. That doesn't happen anymore. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty good at just kind of ignoring things and letting them play play out the way they're gonna play out, and realizing I don't have to participate. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, well, look, at, I hope that you have a, a great Thanksgiving and Christmas. We'll talk more on these topics as, as these days roll on, as the weeks roll on. But if you're, if you're really struggling, and this, now I'm going to go off topic a little bit. If, you, if you're just struggling in general, yeah. uh, forget, about, forget about the holidays, know that we're here for you and that um, if you'd like to have private instruction and learn the freedom model, uh, not so much the freedom model, but if you just want to get out from under the nightmare of drinking yourself into oblivion every night or whatever, going on binges or, or doing drugs or whatever it might be, sticking a needle in your arm, um, we can help you get out from under all of that and move on with your life and really just move on, not be stuck in recovery uh, and having to go to meetings or any of that nonsense because it is absolute nonsense that people think they have to do that. It's the wrong information and, uh, and you don't have to do that. Just the thought of 24 hours of meetings. Shoot me. Oh my God. I, no I'd rather have a root canal, quite frankly, and I'm really weird about my teeth. Um, that is, I, I can't believe people do that. Um, yeah. I can remember doing, 
you know, bringing the turkey to the clubhouse. Yes. I was a kid. We would go to the clubhouse every Thanksgiving with my dad. Yeah, that's the AA clubhouse in Schenectady. What a what a shit show that was. Yeah, and I was like 10 years old. My sister and I would be there. Eight and 10 years old. With, <laughs> with a, it was mostly men in a, you know, a, a small room full of men. It was very strange. It was all very strange. And uh, I'm glad we. I would never do that with my children. I'm glad I don't do that anymore. But what I said before is true. Loneliness is a choice. So we're here through the holidays. Um, we'll be on the phones and we'll be answering our 800 number um, seven days a week until uh, Monday through Thursday, 8.30 a.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern time. And that's U.S. Eastern time. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, so, you know, you can always call us at 888-424-2626. Um, you know, if, if you're, you're, you really want to know about how you can change your relationship with alcohol, that's what we specialize in helping you to do. The other thing you can do also is, um, you know, you can come to the retreat. Yeah. You know, you can come here for a couple of weeks, two, three weeks. Yeah, during the holidays. Yeah, whatever it might be, and you can and you can learn the freedom model with us. Uh, you know, nobody... and celebrate with us. We're we're gonna. I'm decorating the retreat this weekend. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. So you can uh, have our life saving program, and uh, have a nice holiday with us. Um, so that's an option as well. And of course, we have freedom model private instruction where you can. Uh, be taught these the, the, this entire program from the comfort of home as well. Yeah. Yep. 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 Definitely. Okay. I think that was that'll be it for today. We wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. As I know, we're going to be releasing this podcast on Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you or someone you know is seeking help for a substance use problem or any other habitual behavior problem, or you just want help breaking free and moving past perpetual recovery as well. You can reach us at 888-424-2626 or through our websites at thefreedommodel.org and soberforever.net. Soberforever.net will provide you detailed information about our retreat, the St. Jude Retreat. Thefreedommodel.org is our hub and has a ton of free resources and information, including videos, these podcasts, free eBooks, and information about our at-home private instruction program. You can also get digital editions of our program book, The Freedom Model for Addictions and The Freedom Model for the Family. Um, They're free to our podcast listeners. Just enter coupon code FREEDOM100 at checkout to get either of those books. Paperback and Kindle versions are available for purchase on Amazon or one of the other online retailers. And if you have questions, you want to reach us, call us 888-424-2626 or email us at info at thefreedommodel.org. You can also follow us on social media including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and subscribe to the Freedom Model YouTube channel. There are We have three Facebook groups we started for people to discuss their experiences breaking free from addiction and recovery. They're the Freedom Model Group, Moving Beyond Addiction and Recovery, and Families Moving Beyond Addiction and Recovery. From everyone here at the Freedom Model, we wish you well. Until next time. And if you need detox because you're actively struggling, you're going to contact Gallus Detox, that's G-A-L-L-U-S Detox.com. They're great at what they do. And uh, yeah, Gallus Detox. Thanks everyone. Bye. Bye.